We are Rise FM, and this is our community spotlight, where we highlight events and organizations throughout the listening area that are doing great things every day. This might be just for you or someone you know. Carrie Steele is joining me from Tiffin Seneca United Way. Hello, how are you? Good morning, Angie. Tell me what's going on up there and what the folks in your area need to know about the United Way. Yeah, we just finished our holiday-delayed raffle. Um, we used to do a holiday raffle, and we felt there was so much going on in the community during the holidays. We would wait until after Christmas, and that's what we did. Um, Jason Marson was the winner. One winner took all. We ended up collecting over $1,200 in local gift certificate and participating restaurant vouchers and things like that. So we're really excited about the participation that we had from our community. All that money goes to the campaign, and they're still working on a total on that because there were some online purchases made as well. One winner won over $1,200 in restaurant gift cards. So for the campaign, instead of going out and asking small businesses, uh, restaurants, and uh, business owners who serve food for contributions to the campaign, they they give us a voucher, a gift certificate, something like that, and then we raffle it off. So that's a win-win. We're advertising, we're publicizing, we're getting their name into the community. Um, the winner gets something out of it, and we're raising money for the community all at the same time. So it's really been a win-win. Absolutely. It also helps people know what restaurants are out there. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're really excited about the the feedback from the raffle, and everybody looks forward to it. The tickets fly off the shelf. I mean, it's an easy sell. So That's wonderful. And tell me what else um, was happening with your campaign. Were there any? Did you have anything happen that you didn't? expect let's put it that way not so much i mean we came in with a 1.2 million dollar campaign on the premise that if everybody who was employed in seneca county gave one dollar per week or per pay that we could hit or surpass our goal we're not holding back from that part of it because we really needed the community to have their eyes open that without these valuable resources our community will not be as strong as it is and one thing that people say about tiffin is how together we are and so our current status of our campaign is 28.6% a goal, which, you know, if you look at a $1.2 million campaign, it's like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but the reality is we are at $342,847, which is very comparable of last year. So it's not to say that we're not on target for where we have been in the past. But more so, we wanted to put that $1.2 million out there to show people what our community is actually capable of and what we should be aiming for. If you start your car with three tires and you take off from your driveway, you're not going to be successful. So if we continue to put two and $300,000 campaigns together, we really need the community to see that we need that fourth wheel. We need the four pillars of our community. And that is making sure that everybody knows what the contributions in the end will add up to to help our community. And so we, we really need them to see that goal. And for us, that $1.2 million was an eye-opener for everybody to see what the real need is in our community. So do tell me um, what kind of things are coming in this year. I guess I'm, I guess I'm wondering if this post-COVID has really affected your area and what kind of changes are you seeing as you're starting to allocate that money? The workplace giving presentations, we did so many workplace giving presentations. We did double, triple, quadruple of what we have did in the year in year prior, last year and the year prior, simply because we could not get in. So payroll deductions this year are 12.6% of that number that I gave you versus like our payroll matching and charges and cash and check. So 
37% are cash and check, which means people aren't messing around with the payroll deductions. They're just sending it straight in. So that's good because that's accounted for money. That's money that has already been received. And you had asked about, you know, what differences are happening in allocations. We are getting ready for our allocations. So the campaign packets are still coming in. We haven't finalized any numbers, but allocations will be trainings in March. The allocations are in April. So we'll know a little bit more about what the asks are. But I know in the past two years, we've really looked at our allocation team has really looked at need versus want. What are some programs we'd like to have in our community and which are the ones that are absolutely vital to the success of our community? Things like senior care, health care, mental health, transportation, housing, you know, feeding people. Those are the things that are truly vital. And not to say that some other programs aren't, but when you look at keeping a roof over somebody's head or giving them the basic needs versus some other thing, it's really a no-brainer. Yeah. (laughs) It's got to be a difficult job. It's got to be one that just takes a lot of people with a lot of wisdom to figure out where it all goes. Well, and that's true. First Call for Help program right here in our office. And we started a new Facebook manager. Um, So what we do is we're kind of better tracking what the needs are of the people who call. And from December 7th through today or yesterday, we helped 50 families. Now, mind you, we don't even have a program coordinator in this office right now. So between the two of our United Way staff members and our interns and volunteers, we fielded 165 individuals, 50 of which received direct services. That amounted in almost 18,000. It was 17,988 and 13 cents. 50 families that benefited directly from food, clothing, shelter, housing, majority of them are safety net services like emergency housing. They had a fire. They were displaced. They were evicted. Their electric was going to be shut off. Real life changing stuff. 50 families. 50 families would have been affected just since December 7th. And that makes a big difference to even just one family. But yes, that's a lot in a short period of time. It is. So you do you do provide direct services there at United Way. We do. And that's something that I don't think most people even really understood was that United Way here in Tiffin is providing their very own 211 service. And our board has been working around the clock the last couple of months to kind of decipher what is the future of First Call for Help and what's that going to look like? Because when you talk about the volume of, of crisis that's coming in on these phone lines, it makes it really difficult for us to go out and do what we do when we're constantly meeting the needs of the individuals. And it's not that that's not what our heart is, but we are the United Way. And so we want to make sure we're providing those funds to the services, service providers, so that they can provide those services rather than us. Separation of duties, we'll just call it that. Yeah, yeah. Stay Um, in your lane is what we call it. (laughs) Definitely a need. I mean, the, the need is there, the money is there, but having the staff and the transportation, the movability, the car to drive those programs is, is really what is needed. And those campaign dollars are critical to getting staff in the places that need it. Because so often, and I think a lot of places, and a lot of places that have boards, a lot of people that sit on boards, they're seeing a lot more restricted grants. And that's fine. I mean, we want direct service. We don't want to have this non-allocable dollars. We really want to know where the money's going. But at the end of the day, a certain percentage that has to go to admin or these programs won't exist. You know, if you don't have admin, these programs don't exist. So if somebody gives you 50 grand and says you can spend 49,999 on the program and you've only got that little bit to help with admin, it makes it difficult to do the job. And that's nationwide. Nonprofits are dealing with that. Yes, that is true. 
I guess my follow-up question to that is, you're talking about this way that you provide your own 211. So people just dial 211 and they get you at your office? Well, see, 211 has operated in a lot of other counties, but because our United Way and our counties operate a little bit different, being that most phone calls come right back to first call for help, it makes it redundant to pay for a service where they're just going to call us up anyway. So we kind of eliminate the middleman in that sense. However, we also have two United Way and First Call for Helps in Seneca County. So Fostoria, Ohio, has their own United Way. They're serving a three-county area, Wood, Hancock, and then their portion of Seneca County. So we at the Tiffin Seneca United Way help everybody on the outskirts of Fostoria City Line. They help on the inside of City Line. So that can be confusing as well for a 211 where it's like, what county are you calling from? Our area is a little unique, and I think that's one reason why 211 hasn't been picked up here faster. But like I said, our board is working on a strategic long-term plan for the separation of duties. And what does that look like moving forward? Now, when I took on this position working with Pat, the previous director, COVID and the need wasn't quite there as it is is now. And so kind of reassessing everything and seeing what the value is in running this program versus partnering is is really what is is on the brink of discussion here and mm. and Tiffin and in our office. Okay, so I understand now you guys don't actually run 211 in your area because of the separation, but well how do they get a hold of you to find out what's accessible for them? 211 does know about first call for help here. So what they'll do is they'll say, call your local United Way. Our United Way has first call for help, which is safety net services programming. Generally, when we get grants, we help with housing, utility, transportation, things like that. So if somebody is facing eviction, they're working, they're trying to make ends meet, but they have an eviction on their door, there's money here for that. If somebody gets a disconnect notice and it's due in 10 days and they've fallen behind because of a water break or utilities are all running up, there's funding for that. So we have funds here in our building, but we have United Way as the mother, I guess, and right. it's under the umbrella of the United Way. Oh, I see. So when you call First Call for Help, they will figure out where you need to be going to. Well, we are First Call for Help. So okay. if, if you called United Way or First Call for Help right now, you're either going to get me or you're going to get Nikki, our office manager, or okay. you're going to get one of our interns or volunteers. Um, okay. There is no First Call for Help currently per se. We're running it. Okay. So, so how do they on- get a hold of you then? <laughs> That's the question I'm trying to get to. <laughs> So First Call for Help has their own phone number. It's 448-4357. The line rings through to our phones. I guess that's where I was trying to say that it could be any one of us that answered the phone. Gotcha. That's what I was trying to get to. I was trying to figure out if you don't use 211, (laughs) how do you get a hold of First Call for Help? (laughs) Yeah, First Call for Help has its own public size number. Both phone lines ring to us, so we can answer either line. And it's either we say Tiffin Seneca United Way and First Call for Help. This is Carrie. How can I help you? Gotcha. Um, So we're going to get on the other end of the line. (laughs) Okay, fantastic. Now, tell me, if do you have any events scheduled yet? So we have our Cornhole Championship coming up. It is Sunday, March 12th, and Battle of Businesses. So it's a friendly competition of local businesses getting together to support a worthy cause. This is a double elimination tournament. We're not looking for pros here. We really hope that pros will not come. That's not what this is for. This is for a battle of our businesses. It's put together by Quick Tab 2 Diversified Graphics. And we are looking for board sponsors, team sponsors, raffles, door prizes, 
It's a really great event. It does sell out every year. So there's a limited amount of teams available for the space that we have and the time that we have. So if anybody's looking for information, they can go to our website and click on events. Our website is very long, but I'll give it to you. It's tiffin-seneca-unitedway.org. Click on events tab. There's a flyer. There's a letter. There's information on the registration form. Or you can just call us here at the United Way. We'll give you some more information on it. Fantastic. Do you have a community calendar on that website as well so people can find out if there's anything else going on that's having to do with your United Way? Yeah. So we are on our chamber website. So we put everything on there. Okay. Um, Seneca County Chamber of Commerce. And then we also have the events tab, which we try to keep everything up to date on the website, but it doesn't always be as up to date as what we would like. We are also doing a save the date for our annual meeting. So that's coming up really quick here on May 11th. Seems too crazy to be true, but it is. And we are still working on securing the location for that. But we know it'll be Thursday night and doors will open at 530. Okay, save the date. Save the date. And fantastic. Don't forget you can put all those on our community calendar too, which is at risefmohio.com. It's absolutely free. I will write that down. Okay. (laughs) All right, Carrie, um, thanks for the update for this February. I hope that... um, Lots of great things are going to happen over the next month when we catch up again in March. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us for today's Community Spotlight. Don't forget to share this message with someone who might benefit from this information. The Rise FM Podcast Network.